0: Hey everybody, what's up? Thanks for stopping by the Millennial Appa Podcast. My name's Matt. This time I'm just going to do an episode with myself. Um, we are just going to be going off on Costco, baby. That's right. Uh, going off but like in a good way because we love Costco around here. Um, why am I doing this? That's a big part of how we run stuff around here in terms of just the, I mean, we gotta eat a lot of our food is from Costco. Um, we need to live a lot of our things that we need to live are from Costco. So we're just going to talk about it. All right. So, um, let's talk about the history a little bit. Well, not really the history, but what the heck is it? So if y'all don't know about what Costco is, it's a large membership retail store and um, membership can range from like 60 bucks a year to like 120 bucks a year and uh, they're mostly known for buying things in bulk Um, but it's not just about bulk items there they've also just got good deals on just certain items that they got from time to time Um, so it's just just good to stop by every once in a while um, especially if you're a baby, I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you're a baby, you can't be getting in there. If you're a parent with children, um, kids, kids eat and they poop and pee and they do all, they just, they just use up many things and resources. And so Costco has all the stuff at a great price. Um, I mean, right off the bat formula, diapers and wipes. That's, that's going to be from Costco because you're going to get, you're going to use all of it. It comes with a lot and, uh, you're going to get the best value going there with that so that's just it just makes the most sense all right but um yeah it's just a wonderful place if you're not familiar yeah a lot of people also know it not just for the bulk items or for the samples the free samples not many people not many places do free samples anymore I mean this place is just known for for the samples you can kind of sometimes if you're I don't know if you want to say lucky but sometimes you could just like Feel like you had a whole meal just by going through and and nipping at all the samples, which is pretty crazy, pretty cool. It's nice. It's just a different shopping experience. It wasn't like that during COVID, obviously, but the samples just started coming back a couple months ago, so that's been that's been neat. Um, you know, it's just a magical place in there. I mean, it's, it's, it's the psh. someone thought, hey, we're gonna sell hot dogs, then we're also gonna have an optometrist. I mean, come on. This is just this is a special place. So, let's talk about some golden items that, for our household at least. Um there's some things I I just have to get off my chest about Costco. First thing first is the easy meals. Easy meals, okay? Things that just require I'll admit just a little microwaving, okay? You can just do a little microwave meal and it comes out delicious like you made it out of a out of an air fryer or whatever you use. Um A lot of great easy meals like the tikka masalas or anything that's like they have a lot of good things that are uh, in like a sous vide bag. And all you do is kind of just warm it up Um, and then you could just make some rice with it. And that's it. They have a lot of things like that. That's a big thing that we do. So any kind of like chicken or beef sous vide type thing that they have there. Um, I think the brand is like. I I forget. It's like some dude's name. Whatever, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, maybe I'll put it in. We, so we like those easy meals that are just microwave or not even microwave. Just like stick it down, just warm it up on the saute. And then there's also the the, the easy frozen pizzas. And then there's also the the fried rice and noodles. Um, like the yakisoba fried rice. Easy, just like take the bag out and you microwave it for three minutes and it's legit yakisoba noodles take it out microwave for 3 minutes it's over it's legit a little bonus the chicken pot pie they have Marie Callender chicken pot pies easy like if you're not trying to go crazy with a meal but you need some time because those take about 50 minutes in the oven um, but that's also a great thing to get at Costco too so a lot of these little things where they can pretty much save you there are nights when you're just like oh I all of a sudden don't want to cook right now but I do want to eat something that still tastes like food Costco's got you covered. This on the, on, on, no, some secrets, not some secrets. Um, they have, uh, in the frozen section, like kind of what the, fro- the, the, the fr- smoothie stuff is, they've got the stir fry veggies. So here's a good appa tip. If you have kids and babies and whatnot, because sometimes it's just like hard to get veggies out there, out and about, like you're just I don't know, you don't want to wash and and chop everything up, and it's just annoying. It's like, oh, am I going to steam it? Am I going to bake it? Am I going to grill it? Am I going to put it in air fryer? Am I going to... I don't know. Um, They've got these stir-fry frozen veggies, and the veggies are just good to go. They're frozen, obviously, but it's all different kinds of veg, and they're cut up, and you just take it and just steam it for a little bit. I don't know, just four or five minutes on your steamer or even in a bowl of water in the microwave, and all of a sudden, you got a ton of veggies. Excellent. And you can you know have that on your own, or you can use that to supplement or fortify something else that you're you're making. Um, but yeah, highly recommend the stir fry frozen vegs. Well, the stir fry frozen veggies from Costco. Um, get it. If yeah, you, you gotta yeah, gotta get the Costco guys. And if you don't live near a Costco, you gotta gotta move. <laughs> Move closer to Costco or I don't know, maybe you live closer to like a BJ's. I know that BJ's are a similar kind of competitor and maybe this stuff will also apply. Maybe it won't. Hopefully it does. But, um, hey, we're, we're shouting at Costco right now. I previously mentioned the vacuum sealer situation. If you're a parent and you are making meals and whatnot, and you're trying to plan meals and also trying to be sustainable, you need a vacuum sealer. Get that vacuum sealer. You can seal up leftovers. You can seal up not leftovers, but just meal planning. And then easily just put that thing in some hot water. And then you're good to go. Put it in your freezer. Take it out whenever you need it. The vacuum sealer is clutch. Um, And it's also just clutch to have for just certain foods out there that you could just preserve better. For example, like let's say you... I'm about to do this today. Like I bought a whole kielbasa... But I'm not going to use the whole kielbasa today, and so I'm going to cut it in half, and then I'll, you know, do I'll chop up the half that I'll use for dinner, and then uh, whatever I have left, I'll vacuum seal that up, and I can I can put that in the fridge or freeze it, and it's going to last pretty much like a billion times longer than if I just even just wrapped it up in plastic wrap or put it in a plastic baggie for real. Get that vac sealer, um, and it's great for marinating too. I love doing that, like get some chicken, like get some chicken breast, get some barbecue sauce, put it in the thing, vacuum seal that up, and then you can either put that in the fridge and it'll it'll marinate for a bit, or you can freeze that, and then you'll have that meal ready to go for whenever, just, you know, stick when, when you're ready to defrost just stick it in some water about an hour later, and then it's good to go, get that vacuum seal here, y'all, you need it. Or maybe you don't, but I'm telling you, maybe you just, you just don't know that you need it. You need a vacuum sealer. Okay, here's my big thing about Costco meat. If you're not buying your meat from Costco, you're you're pretty much overpaying, or you're just you know you're going to the you're going to the grocery store, and you just you know you didn't have time to go to Costco or something. Um, but all of the meat basically in this house is from Costco. I'm um, talking about steak, talking about ground beef. Talking about chicken, um, chicken breasts, it's all just cheaper there. You get it in bulk, and if you do the math, it's just cheaper. Um, What I typically do for steaks, this is the big one, is I'll get the, um, just the choice ribeye. It'll be like, I don't know, three huge ribeyes for like 50 bucks. And then I take each of those, and I cut them in half, and then I have six steaks. Right. Yeah, there you go. Do the math right there. I paid like that's like eight bucks a steak. For ribeyes, it's amazing. Then you vacuum seal each one of those up, and you got a mad steaks all of a sudden. Um, and that's the way you do it. You just you know you and then you take that you t- out of the freezer, you defrost it, in some water or whatever. It's all good. But that's what I do with the uh, steaks. If you don't know the how to pick out the right steaks at Costco, here's my tip, because there are so many steaks. There's a lot of choices and it's like, you can't just get the, I mean, you can just pick up the one on top because you might be in a rush because maybe that's why you're at Costco. But Hey, if you got time, take a moment to look at your meat. Um, especially with steaks, you should look up pick up the packaging, check to see that the meat is all the same thickness. Okay. If it's like different thickness, Different parts of the meat is going to cook faster than the other. It's going to be uneven cooking and it's not going to be good. Um, So just take your time to look at your steak to make sure it's even thickness throughout each cut. All right? It's going to help you for real. Sometimes, like, it'll be one steak that's just, like, got this weird angle to it because it's, like, the end cut or whatever. You don't want that. Or sometimes, like, each one got this weird thinner par or one of them does or, or like two of the steaks are thicker and the one other one's thin and that's gonna be a problem what if you're trying to make all the steaks and it's like gonna you know happen they're all gonna be ready at different times so uh uniform thickness for your steaks is clutch the other thing i would look for when you're looking for steaks um anywhere at costco is marbling if you don't know what marbling is it's basically the um intramuscular fat that's in the meat that's you know the white the white marbly looking things that you see in the meat um and uh, that's yeah it's it is fat but guess what if y'all didn't know fat is flavor (laughs) that's what's going to keep that meat nice and juicy juicy and flavorful um and just like tasting real good so you want some good marbling in your meat um some people like more then others, some people feel like, oh, I'm getting a ton of marbling in this one. It's almost like Wagyu. Like but then some people might feel like, well, I'm not even paying for meat at that point. So you got to find what works for you. All right. Um, I like to find a good, decent, like 50-50, maybe a little, maybe a little 60-40 on that, on that marbling. So, all right, get your meat at Costco for real. So I got everything. Even the brisket I just recently smoked, 17 um, pound brisket. It was like 70 bucks. It's awesome. It's huge. The pulled pork. I get the pork there too. They come in the, the pork butts. They come in two packs, which is almost too much. It's kind of crazy, but hey, it just means I gotta smoke some more meat, I guess. Oh well. Just these opera problems, you know what I mean? Okay. The other thing I might say about Costco is like the whole gifting and membership thing. I feel like I, well, I remember. And when I was in college, I had a friend who had a Costco card and she like was gifted this Costco, I guess, Costco membership. And I was like, "What? who cares? Um, but looking back, I thought that's I think that that's pretty it's pretty dope pretty dope uh, thing to have as a college kid, uh, especially if you're near a Costco at college. That's going to be huge for you. You, <laughs> you don't even know um, buy all the stuff in bulk that you need for a little bit cheaper and having an experience as well so if you ever need uh, an idea to give a college kid maybe look up if there's a costco near them and hit them up with a costco membership card i don't know i think that could be cool maybe that's just me so yeah a couple weekends ago i got a tattoo it was my first tattoo and a pretty big deal i would say it's 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 on the bigger side. Um, I was under the needle for 10 hours. So four hours on a Friday, four on a Saturday, and then two on a Sunday. And then I drove back home, uh, to Vermont from Albany, New York. And, uh, it was, uh, you yeah, know, I guess it was like a small little app of vacation, but I didn't have too much time to, to do from vacationing so much. I did get to I a chance to reach out and hang out with a friend. Um, Back in college, buddy, and uh, yeah, it was all good. Getting the tattoo—that was an experience. I it pretty much felt the way I th- thought it would feel in terms of a pokey pain. Um, but yeah, it it was painful. Uh, I got it on my chest slash shoulder area, uh, on my pec, and um, ooh, yeah, the first few hours were the most painful, maybe because that was the outlining, um, and he didn't really tell me too much about. He didn't really talk that much, really, the artist, and uh, I didn't really do too much about like the most painful parts of your body or anything. Apparently, I picked a pretty tough spot, um, pain wise. But hey, I just wanted the spot. I just cared about where it was going to be and what it's going to look like. And so, like, I got this uh, Irozumi style peonies and this one little lily on a little blue lily as a tribute to my mom because she also has a, a blue lily tattoo as well. And I got it from Kyungjin. He's this IzuMi tattooist, I would say master tattooist from Busan, Korea, and um, I've always told myself that if I ever got a tattoo, I'd get it from this guy. And it, I told him. I think I started saying that in 2014, when I was in Korea teaching English, and my friend got a tattoo from him, and I was like, "Damn, I want, I want one of those too," but I got no money, <laughs> and so the time finally came almost 10 years later where, you know, I've been following the guy, the artist on Instagram and he posted like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be in America, New York and Seattle for a week. I'm making bookings and I checked in with him. He said, he's going to be in Albany. it's only three hours away from me. And so it was an opportunity. I couldn't, I couldn't not go. Right. So I just, uh, I made the appointment. I did it and it was awesome. Um, I was nervous. I was definitely nervous thinking about it, Uh, but I was also excited, right? So it all happened and it feels really great. And yeah, it's, um, no one's really seen it. Um, And that's kind of like the approach I'm going with. You know, I went with the concealed approach, you know, with clothes on, you cannot even tell I have a tattoo. Um, And that actually matches up also with the Japanese um kind of style of irazumi tattooing is is concealment you know the be- they believe that the beauty of a tattoo is that it's it's hidden and that it's for you and not for everyone else which I'm about that too so just so happen to match up with my own philosophies on tattoos um it is for me and not so much for other people to see but I'm sure other people would like to see it just because it's cool um Yeah, it was, it's interesting getting a tattoo was a ride and thinking about it because of this whole time (laughs) in my life of how I was talked to about tattoos from my parents, how they are bad and like you're tainting your body and that they're associated with gang members and whatnot. Of course, my mom has a tattoo. (laughs) Um... But I remember specifically, and it was strange, but I remember my mom thinking, saying to me, like, if you ever, if you ever get a tattoo, I'm, I'm going to disown you. <laughs> uh, classic it's a Korean immigrant mom, you know. Um, And so obviously, like, she wouldn't do that to me now. But what's weird is that that was just in my mind still. For some reason, I just had this thing in my mind that she'd be upset with this. Um, even, even after I told her I was going to get a tattoo <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, you know, I told her, I told her about it. And, um, the only thing she said was like, just make sure it's not too big or you're going to be sorry. Those are her words that she used. <laughs> and, um, I did admit I did make the original plans a little bit smaller, but not really not so much about her, I would say. It's more so about timing because I didn't want to be away from home for too long. Even the amount I was there was pushing it, um, being away from home for too long. And so that's that's also, I'm very pleased with the size right now um, and placement, everything. The, the tent is perfect. So yeah, that's the journey with that. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And uh, I'm just, I, I think it all fell into place in the right way. It's, um, part of me does feel like, oh man, like are people going to think I'm just like one of those quarter life, third of the way life crisis dads who's just like, he needs a tattoo right now because he needs, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of dads get tattoos right now. Um, and maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know what that's about. If y'all have insight about that, let me know. But hey, I guess I'm on that train. Uh maybe that's going to be a thing where it's like millennials who just didn't, you know, tattoos you got to save up for. They're so freaking expensive. And so like a lot of us like didn't have money to get tattoos back in the day. And now we're starting to get some money and there might be a surge in tattoos and older folks. Um, which would be cool. I don't really know. I don't know tattoo trends. I just know people get them and whatnot. And I, I felt like when I was in my twenties and whatnot, people were getting them all the time and I was just like, couldn't or wouldn't. Um, even though I always did want one. So, no, eh, it was cool. It's all good. I don't feel super changed. It's just like a little itchy. And that's <laughs> about it. Yeah, that was my journey with that. Would I get another one? Oh, um, I, yeah, I probably would. <laughs> I probably would. Thinking about my legs. I don't know. I'm st- I still like the idea of uh, keeping it concealed. And so I would keep it in a concealed spot, maybe like on my thigh or, or continue my shoulder thing or something. I don't know. But yeah, it was cool. I kind of strangely do get why people would like it. I, I'm kind of one of those people who sees the benefits in pain that will help you, if that makes sense. Like I love going to deep tissue massage and I love to spend, you know, at least 30 minutes in a super hot sauna and I'm, and I like to, you know, splash myself with a bucket of ice water after that. I'm one of those people. Um, I love Bikram yoga and like, uh, going and, and, and and being in the hottest spot of the room because I'm just like that, you know? So, yeah, I can kind of relate. I think I like I like the feeling of being under the needle, of a tattoo, because I got to like what was interesting was it it was super meditative. And uh, as a millennial appa, there's a lot on my mind and a lot on my plate all the time. And so when I was just laying there under the needle, there was nothing I had to really think about being anywhere for or do anything. I was I was exactly where I needed to be um, in terms of what I had planned, which was just be there and get a tattoo. And so I could just lay there and meditate and not think about anything. And it led me to be in this weird tattoo trance. And that helped me actually not really feel any pain. At there were a couple of times where I was in this, I would say it was like a trance. Like I wasn't really sleeping, but I was kind of asleep. And then, you know, there, every hour there would be a, you know, 15 minute break. And there were a few times where he had to, kind of wake me up (laughs) and he laughed and was kind of amazed and was like what you're sleeping um but yeah that's what really helped me get through you know when you hear I say I was doing this thing for 10 hours um I I'm kind of in disbelief honestly I was whoa I I laid there for 10 hours how's my back still existent you know this is that's crazy but I did it um and it was it was it was awesome. Yeah. Even the time after hanging out with the dude was awesome. He took me out to dinner, um, on the second night and I introduced margaritas to him and I uh, introduced uh, a vape pen to him and I blew his mind. It was awesome. <laughs> so it's good stuff. It was cool stuff. Um, I also brought my, my, my e-scooter. I'm a huge electric scooter proponent, advocate and uh shoot i might even do a whole podcast episode on that but i love bringing it around places especially different places i don't know about um and it's actually super helpful especially if it's in the city with you don't know a parking situation right and so i brought my my e-scooter with me um so that i can like zip back and forth from my airbnb if i ever needed to and i did a few times so that was dope i love just exploring new spaces on that e-scooter, yo, it's like you're on a motorcycle, but you're not on a motorcycle. You got that quiet hum, that that e-vehicle hum, and the, the wind in your hair. It's great. That's great. Highly recommend. Like, I have a Segway 9 bot kick scooter, an ES2. Highly recommend. Anyways, so yeah, I think that's most of my tattoo story. Um, it might be more interesting if I was talking to someone else, but it's just me rambling on about... about what's been up with me y'all so yeah this is just a quick one um i hope everything everyone's doing all good thanks for stopping by and have a good one peace